where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Good morning, everybody. This is Gregory, and welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today on this New Year's Eve of probably one of the worst years of 100 years. <laughs> but I guess, you know, in, on one level, that's not true. Look, I mean, if you think of like World War II, how many Americans died in World War II? You think of uh, Vietnam, Korean War, 50,000 people died there. So, I mean, has this been a year of change and, and flux? Absolutely. Have people lost their jobs? Absolutely. Have people died? Absolutely. What, 300,000 at least have died from, from COVID, but the world goes on. People die from cancer and heart attacks and strokes and car accidents, and we are still here. So I think one of the things to remember as this year comes to an end, uh, and really this decade, right? If you look at decades, decades, we, we tend to think of decades ending in nines. No, I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. So 2010. So anytime you see these year in reviews at the end of 2019, best decade, you know, dec- decade moving, they do it in 2019. No, they're supposed to be doing it in 2020 because the next year is one, 2021. So that's the first year of the next, next decade. Either way. It's been an interesting year. And I think one of the things to think about is gratitude. You're still alive, right? We're still here. You're still alive. Try to celebrate responsibly. I know some of you are just going to stay home. New Year's has never been a big deal to me. To me, it's always been uh, in terms of partying and stuff like that. It, to me, I just go to bed at the regular time. I don't, I don't, and why am I going to stay up late to watch a ball drop? I just, I don't, I don't see it. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. You know, my kids are young, so I don't have my kids for this New Year's. But uh, when my kids were young and I have them, I typically just put them to bed at the regular time. Sometimes I get sparklers and like, hey, it's New Year's. And they just tell them it's midnight, but it really isn't. You know, they're young. And so I, I to me, it's more of a day of introspection. And it's a day to kind of gather and think about the year the year that was 2020 and not just regarding COVID, but regarding just your life, other milestones that occurred this year, your business, your finances, you working on addictions, you, your family relations, intersexual relations, you know, you, uh, with women, girlfriends, whatever. I think a lot of this helps if you journal. Oh, journaling's for girls, Gregory. No, it's not. Journaling is great because it's a way to get things off of your mind, and it's also a, a, a documented kind of testimony etched in stone. I remember journaling 25 years ago when I was in college, and I still have those journals, and I read them. I just kind of laugh and think, my God, this is what I was when I was 20. It's like, But but see, you can only get that if you're either doing a video, video journaling or journaling in general, but it's it's a it's a way to kind of like get things off your mind, but it's also a way to track your growth, and you can read back and 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 see what you what what you thought at the time because you now know what you did, 
like let's say uh, two years ago, like should I move here or should I date this girl? Should I get married? Should I not? You know, whatever. Should I take this job? And then you know the results of your choices two years later. So again, it, I think it helps. It's like a compass in terms of MGTOW optimization to journal. It really is because, like they say about history. You don't know where you're going if you don't know where you've been. And this is why everybody should be steeped in history. I would tell you need to be steeped in history because like they, like George Orwell says in 1984, those who control the present control the past, and those who control the past control the future. And so so many Americans are so stupid on history that they don't know the true history of the United States. They don't know the true history, the esoteric history, that where we know, those who even know history, because most Americans don't know crap about history and geography, but those who know history are spoon-fed what the American Historical Association dictates what is history. Now, the AHA, though, if you know anything about its founding, was founded by members of esoteric secret societies. And we're not going to go down the road of of that and, and the, the ruling elite that run this world and so forth. But I'm just saying that it's good to journal. So let's focus on and pivot completely 180 degrees and talk about new, ty- new dietary guidelines that reject sugar and alcohol limits. Now, this goes back, and you know, some of you are like, Greg, this isn't do with hating women. I want podcasts that hate women. Then you're coming to the wrong podcast, my friends. I don't hate women. I hate the court system. Okay. This is one of the reasons I love Red Pill Men's Health. No misogyny. Now, the woman in the mangina is, oh, it's all misogynistic. What you talk about here is misogynistic. It's not misogynistic. Talk about the court system. I talk about the extortion that is marriage. Oh, that's negative. It's not negative, man. Look at the stats, bro. Bro, come on, bro. Look at the stats. Men take on so much risk financially, psychologically when they marry, much more than women. And like, I'll get in the debate with anybody about this. Those who who respond so vociferously saying that I'm wrong, it's either women because they know it's true and they don't want men of high quality opting out. I mean, they don't really care if the incel types opt out because they're invisible to them. But men of high quality, if men of high quality started opting us, I'm not going to marry, they would be in a mass panic. And this is one of the many reasons why MGTOW is considered hate speech by the Southern Poverty Law Center. MGTOW, Manosphere, any of these things. Because they can't have men opt out of the plantation. Government can't. And certainly women can't. Because where are they going to get the provisioning? Because heaven forbid they work and provision themselves. But either way, the heart of Naturopathic Earth, the website, and the heart of The Awakened Man when it was still Holistic Health News is holistic health. And, and if you scroll back, and, and Apple only keeps that last 300 episodes. So a lot the first 50 now you can't find on, on, on your iPhone if you're listening to this iPhone. You can find it at Naturopathic Earth, my website, and there's a link in the episode notes. And you can, maybe you can find it on Google Podcasts and the other outlets. But the first 50 were all really about holistic health and medical, quote, conspiracy theories. But I would recommend you scroll down and and check out the past episodes. But a lot of it is about health factors that affect men. And again, going back to the American Historical Association, the American Medical Association was founded by the exact same people. It's like an octopus tentacle of nefarious activities. But there is a vested interest in keeping us fat and sick. Big food gives us crap frankenfoods, so we end up getting vitamin deficiencies and other ailments. Plus, they're pushing, of course, alcohol on us. So they get us sick with 
over-caloried, undernourished foods, which leads to disease later on. Then Big Pharma will swing in, oh, we'll save you, quote-unquote, by doping you up on a bunch of drugs. And this is where the idea of naturopathy and holistic health, complementary medicine, all these things come in. Because, see, we believe that drugs should not be the first choice when either preventing medical problems or treating mild problems like hypertension, uh, you know, borderline diabetes, high cholesterol, certainly mild depression. Let's exhaust all other things, clean diet, microbiome, good sleep, exercise, sunlight, whatever, acupuncture, and then maybe, maybe do the drugs. But anyways, big pharma will jump in when you go in and say, oh, you got hypertension. Your blood pressure is 129 over 89. Oh, that's hypertensive. Let's get you on itenolol, and then you're you're taking it for 50 years. Yeah, I'm a little depressed. My mouse died, my pet mouse. We'll put you on an SSRI for 40 years, even though the side effects are homicidal homicidal ideation, suicidal ideation, weight gain, sexual dysfunction. Oh, but we don't care, and it's very hard to get off them. So then they, they get you on these drugs to treat these conditions, which really don't treat them half the time. Plus, now you're dealing with side effects, and then the snowball effect where you start taking drugs for the side effect of the first drug. So antidepressants can make you anxious. So then you start taking a benzodiazepine for the anxiety, like Xanax, Ativan. Now you're dealing with those side effects, and it's a slippery slope. My mom was at one time on eight psychotropic medications for depression. Eight. She was drooling. I mean, it was just horrible. And then at the end of your life, after big pharma really doesn't do anything to save your life and help you, then big big hospital will kick in, and then you know, you're getting charged $500 for an aspirin and so forth. But the whole point is this. The Awakened Man is all about exposing the lies that are, that are, I guess, propagated, promulgated by the powers that be. The powers that be control the CDC, the World Health Organization, which is really run by the Chinese Communist Party, which is really run by the global leftist elite through the UN and all these other nefarious organizations, which we won't talk about here. But all these are, 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 are run by not so good people. But Gregory, everybody's good. No, there are evil people in this world. I know it's hard for the Pollyannas to believe this, but there are evil people in this world emboldened by demons and the devil. Oh, no, Gregory's going to religious. It is what it is, brother. Just because you don't believe in the existence of the devil doesn't mean the devil doesn't exist. That's what he wants you to believe, right? What what movie is that from? That's usual, Usual Suspects, right? The greatest, what is verbal, verbal klimt? Kevin Spacey's character say that the, the greatest lie was having the devil make people believe that he doesn't exist. But these organizations, all of them, big big business, big food, big pharma, all these try to cover up things that are bad for our health. They love to do this because they want to make a lot of profit. So why did they take out natural food dyes? Because fake food dyes that come from petroleum from the oil industry are cheaper. But they have a lot of side effects like bladder cancer and a high rate of ADHD. Or look at high fructose corn syrup. They take that out of sodas. We used to have cane sugar in sodas, and now they put in high fructose corn syrup. Why? Because it's cheaper than cane sugar, and it's an obesogen. But do they care? No, of course not. So the whole point of The Awakened Man is uncovering big pharma cover-ups and malfeasance, Plus natural biohacking to help optimize your health. So when this came upon my eyes, I thought we needed to do this at the end of the year. 
because it kind of demonstrates the importance of health. But new dietary guidelines reject low sugar and alcohol limits. So the federal government this week issued new dietary guidelines that kept current allowances for sugar and alcohol consumption unchanged, rejecting recommendations by its scientific advisory committee to make significant cuts. The scientific committee, which was composed of 20 academics and doctors, had recommended cutting the limit for added sugars in the diet to 6% of daily calories from 10, which is the current guideline, citing rising rates of obesity and link between obesity and health problems like type 2 diabetes, heart disease, and cancer. The committee also recommended lowering the limit for alcoholic beverages for men to one drink per day from two, matching the guideline for women. It pointed to research linking greater alcohol consumption to higher risk of death and cancer. Okay, so we have past episodes about this. We have like three or four episodes about about cutting sugar and the the links of sugar to pretty much every imaginable medical problem that can happen to your body. And we have episodes here about alcohol as well. So the current guideline is that no more than 10% of your total calories should come from sugar. Now, this is... Added sugar. So this this can be from ketchup, barbecue sauce, of course, from sodas, sweet teas, everywhere. They, they put sugar and spaghetti sauce, for Christ's sake. Because, again, it, it's the bliss point. You want to get that, that perfect bliss point of salt, sugar, and uh, fat. And so this is what they do. Because they, they don't care about your health, right? So when they're making Cheetos, do you really think, oh, yeah, we're going to put in monosodium glutamate, uh, and we're going to put in a lot of bad fats, and yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you know, we shouldn't make this product because uh, it's going to kill people. No, it's like they, it's like, you know, they always say, you know, it, it's like big business that don't want to be regulated. But then when it comes to personal responsibility, then they're like libertarians. They're like, oh, but you know what? People can eat what they want and drink. Who are we to say what you should eat or drink? Of course they want that because they know these foods, these foods are addictive and they want you to eat it up because, again, they don't care about your health. Also, on alcohol, we have episodes on the alcohol. So, Right now, alcohol dependence is characterized as having more than two drinks a day for men. So 14 drinks a week and 10 drinks for women. So if you're drinking more than 14 drinks a day, you are, or I'm sorry, a week, you're alcohol dependent. Let's say you're an alcoholic. So an alcoholic is more defined by how it affects your lifestyle. So if you can't work, it affects your relationships and so forth. But the more scrupulous Ethical people are like, bros, we got to change this. Uh, 14 drinks a week is still too much because, again, alcohol is a class one carcinogen and it destroys your liver, destroys your kidneys. And, and any of you know any anyone who's an alcoholic, it just destroys lives. How about we, we lower the recommendation, FDA, to one drink a day, seven drinks a week? And by the way, so going back to sugar, 10% of your total calories should come from added sugar. That means 50 grams of sugar a day. If you drink a soda, that's 25. Even getting, unless you're doing paleo, which is kind of the diet that I would, or lifestyle I would espouse here at Naturopathic Earth. Most of the recipes here are kind of paleo inspired. Unless you're doing all natural and you're eating just meats and 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 eggs and bacon and nuts and some fruits, uh, limited fruits, the low glycemic fruits and, and a lot of vegetables, it's very, very hard to get your total sugar intake uh, below 50 grams. I mean, that that's essentially means like no breads, no, of course, no donuts, danishes, cereals, cakes, cookies, all these things. 
But at least kudos to the more scrupulous people in the advisory committee. Like, we got to get this down to 6%. Look, everybody's fat now. Everybody's fat. We're the fattest we've been in human history, and it leads to major problems. But again, fat people bring in business. Big medicine, big pharma want us in a constant state of chronic health problems. They make no money off of you when you're healthy or when you're dead. So they want you in that middle area where you're dealing with chronic osteoarthritis, high blood pressure, diabetes, anxiety, depression, because that's where they make their money. New guidelines do include the scientific committee's recommendation that children under the age of two consume no added sugars at all, which is good. This is the first time the guidelines have included recommendations for babies and toddlers. Added sugars are those found in processed foods and everything from soda to breakfast cereal, as well as honey and sugar itself. They don't include sugars found naturally in foods like fruit and milk. All right, so yeah, kids shouldn't be eating added sugar. But I mean, if you look at, by by the time they're two, they're chewing uh, chewables, like mashed up bananas. and. But if you go to the grocery store, I mean, a lot of those packaged pouches that you've seen have tons of sugar. Because again, they want you and the kids to get hooked on sugar. The same reason McDonald's has happy meals for the kids. They want you to be a customer forever. Go to the video we did on vaping. Why do you think Juul markets to kids? So they can get the kids when they're 13, and that's going to be a customer forever. The U.S. Department of Agriculture and Health, the USDA, reviewed the committee's recommendations, which were released in July, and decided not to include the lower limits because, quote, it shows how much they're whores and been bought off by the lobbyists. The new evidence is not substantial enough to support changes to quantitative recommendations for either added alcohol or sugar, says, quote, paid off prostitute Brandon Lips, Deputy Undersecretary for Food, Nutrition, and Customer Service at the USDA. Now, okay, it's, it's like this. It's like saying everybody knows sugar is bad for you. So it's like, it's like the equivalent, like, you know what? I'm drinking a gram of arsenic a day. Hey, you know what would be great for everybody? Let's let's lower that to half a gram of arsenic a day. And then the government say, no, 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 you need to stay at a, a, a full gram of arsenic a day. How can you not recommend lowering known toxins? Why? Conflict of interest, of course. The FDA, USDA, CDC, World Health Organization, all these places are revolving doors. We've talked about this in the past. Go to the past episodes. If you look at the people who run these aforementioned organizations, they all come from where? Big pharma, big business, big food. It's a conflict of interest. So if you look up this Brandon Lips, I'm sure he used to work for Kraft, Nestle, Pfizer. Oh, but Pfizer's good. They made the COVID vaccine. Wake up. Mr. Lips said that the new limits recommended by a scientific committee didn't meet a preponderance of evidence standard required by law. Okay. Here come the horse. Food industry groups had lobbied intensely against the scientific committee's proposed new limits. Again, why would you propose lowering arsenic in your life or mercury or whatever? Why? Because you know it's going to affect your business. These are just whores. When asked if pressure from business groups had played a role in the government's decision, Mr. Lips, the guy from the USDA, said, quote, to the extent that stakeholders provided input about whether the science was being properly reviewed, we took that into consideration. Close quote. So, yes. <laughs> at least he's somewhat honest. I mean, he obfuscates it a little, but at least he's somewhat honest that, yeah, we were bought off by the horrors, the food lobby groups. The American Beverage Association, which includes drink makers, including Coca-Cola, as I call it, Coca-Cancer, 
and PepsiCo urged the government to keep the 10% added sugar limit during a public meeting in August. In response to the new guidelines, the organization's president and chief executive, Catherine Luger, the queen whore, said in a statement, quote, America's beverage companies appreciate the common sense approach taken by the USDA. The alcohol industry also lauded the government's decision. Really shocking. Because if people did actually go from 14 drinks a week to seven, that would affect their business. They said, quote, the Beer Institute, that's a lobbyist, there's a spokesperson says, quote, maintaining the longstanding definition of moderate alcohol consumption is good. <laughs> God, how do these people live? This goes back to spiritual warfare we talked about in the beginning. These people don't even know it, but they've sold out to mammon. They sold out to the devil. Because you know what? I bet you at home, just like we talked about with Silicon Valley and a lot of those executives like Steve Jobs wouldn't let their kids play with the iPad and iPhone. I bet you if you go to these people's homes, they don't they don't let their kids eat all the sugar, right? But their business, their lobbyists, their income is all about promoting unhealthy behavior, which makes the rest of the hoi polloi fat. Do you think these people care that it's making you fat? No, because they make money off of you. You are just the little prey, right? Useless eaters, as Kissinger called us. Or useful idiots, as Lenin called us. Elizabeth Mayer Davis, who chaired the Federal Committee's Beverage and Added Sugar Subcommittee, said she was, quote, disappointed that the dietary guidelines did not adopt the recommendation of 6% for added sugar. Look, she's the one who's got scruples. Quote, I think it is a lost opportunity for a stronger public health message, said Dr. Mayer Davis. Yeah, right. Nigel Brockton, Nigel, he's probably British, vice president of the research at the American Institute for Cancer Research, so the government's move not to reduce the alcohol limit for men is, quote, very disappointing. The evidence for cancer is so over overwhelming. I know. Look, you work for the IARC. We have episodes here on the IARC about what they classify as class one, class two carcinogens. Everybody knows alcohol is a class one carcinogen. So why would the government not want to limit and exhort people to lower the limit? Because government is inherently evil. It is Leviathan, as Hobbes said. And who is attracted to work for government? Power-hungry narcissists. And, of course, all these people have conflict of interest, aside from Elizabeth Mayer Davis and Nigel Brockton. Brockton said that alcohol consumption increases the risk of several types of cancer, including stomach, liver, colorectal, esophageal cancer, while more common in men than in women. Poor diet is linked to rising rates of obesity and chronic illnesses, including type 2 diabetes. More than 70% of U.S. adults age 20 or older are overweight or obese. 70%. We have an episode on this. Where is the outrage? You know why? There's no outrage? Because it's we're all dumbed down, right? It's bread and circus. Bread and circus. That, that's what the ancient Roman emperors did, right? Keep them distracted and keep them fed. So what are we always doing all day? Getting fat, eating crap food, and looking at screens all day. Of course, unless, you know, there's a reason to go right. Then, then it's okay, right? But let's not let's not go let's not go totally off board. So, out of the seventy percent, forty two percent are obese. So that's twenty percent above your BMI. So if you're like five, 10 pounds overweight, you're overweight. If you're thirty pounds overweight, you're obese. Overall, the new dietary guidelines for Americans twenty twenty to twenty twenty five advise people to follow a healthy dietary pattern that consists primarily of vegetable, fruits, whole grains. Wouldn't agree with whole grains. Lean meat. Uh, I wouldn't even agree with lean meat. In poultry and low-fat dairy. Definitely would not agree with low-fat dairy. As well as seafood, nuts, and veg vegetable oils. Oh, my God. 
Wall Street Journal, killing me. Go to the video what we, we, we have on it, the problem with industrial grade vegetable oils. Please do not be cooking with canola, which is actually from the rapeseed in Canada. But they had to change it to the portmanteau of canola, Canadian oil, because who wants to be using rapeseed oil, right? They also advise limiting added sugars. I agree. Saturated fats. Some saturated fats are good, man. If you're getting saturated fat from a from grass-fed cow, that's fine. Saturated fat from your honey buns or ding-dongs, that's not good. Sodium and alcoholic drinks and staying within recommended calorie limits. Yeah. The USDA and Health and Human Services are launching a campaign about the new guidelines that centers on the tagline, Make Every Bite Counts. Our goal is to get Americans to make healthy dietary choices every day at every meal. Okay, look, idiot. You don't want to lower the sugar and alcohol limits. If you keep the status quo, doesn't it make sense that what what's going to continue? More obesity and more alcoholism and the pernicious effects of alcohol. If you're not changing anything, why do you think it's going to get better? It's not going to get better. And you know it's not going to get better because you're a whore. You're a whore. You're a whore. There's the old joke about the food pyramid that I grew up with in the 80s. It made us look like the pyramid. In the old days, we weren't eating Pop-Tarts and cereal and all these added sugars. And if you, we don't have time to talk about it here. You eat too much sugar, it releases insulin. Insulin, excessive insulin in the body leads to fat storage. This is why the opposite, fasting, go to the videos I have on fat, the, the, pod, the podcast episodes I have on fasting, though I think they're probably in the first 40, but try to scroll down. Maybe it's there. Or go to the website. That's why fasting is so efficacious. This is why keto can be so efficacious. But again, if they are telling us to continue eating the same way we've been eating, even though they do the lip service, yeah, eat more fruits and vegetables. They know people aren't going to do that. They want you to eat sugar and crap food because, again, they want you unhealthy because they make profit off of you. If all of us want paleo, or carnivore, whatever. Let's just say paleo. You think Kraft and Nestle and all these companies who make all the middle aisle foods at your grocery store will be happy? Hell no. Of course not. They have a vested interest, a conflict of interest, to make sure you keep eating the Pop-Tarts and the honey buns and the Coke. You can't listen to the government as to what you should eat. The government, as we know, on every level is inherently corrupt. And of course, specifically the USDA, CDC, they're all corrupt. You can't listen to what they're telling you because they're telling you to continue eating poisons like sugar and alcohol at the same level. Oh, my God. St. Michael, the archangel, defend us in battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray, and do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all of their evil spirits who roam the world seeking the destruction of souls. That's the old prayer of St. Michael. I say it every night. We say we used to say it at the end of Mass prior to Vatican Council too, which destroyed the Catholic Church, but... We used to say that prayer, and I think of like when I read this stuff, it's like I just want to say the prayer of St. Michael because it's it's so obvious how corrupt our government is. And look, this, this episode's gone long. We can have another episode on 
on on on government and politics and the founding fathers wouldn't even recognize i mean the founding fathers wouldn't even recognize the conservative movement here because even most conservatives wouldn't agree to demolishing the cabinet the founding fathers only had three cabinet positions what do we have now like 15 we'd have to gut the entire bureaucracy get rid of social security get rid of obamacare so many people who are conservatives are, are would be like what what get rid of social security what what but, but i need that money this country's gone to hell Unless there's some weird EMF black bomb or whatever that, that eliminates all electricity or, or some weird event that's going to take us back to the Paleolithic era, there is no chance this country is going to survive. We are doomed. And that's a very positive way to end 2020. Guys, the website is Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the episodes and uh, articles over there. If you want to help us out, click on the PayPal link found in the episode notes. Also, you can help us out in a more passive way because we're Amazon affiliates. So if you go to Naturopathic Earth and click on the link in the episode notes because I know it's hard to spell it, you'll go to the website. And on the right side, you'll see the pictures of my two books, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior and Confessions of an Obese Child. Click on that. That'll take you to Amazon. You can buy the books if you like. Or you can just search on Amazon from there. And anything that you buy within 24 hours going through our links. We get a 2% commission, no expense to you. If you want some one-on-one help from the red pill or weight loss, weight maintenance, perspective because i lost over 100 pounds and kept it off for 30 years contact me through the clarity.fm link or go to clarity.fm and look me up look me up lastly please post an honest review for the awakened man if you want me to do all intersexual dynamic episodes post write a review saying that i won't listen to you but i appreciate your freedom of expression freedom of speech something that's going to be gone soon in america but post an honest review and subscribe so these episodes come directly to you also, go to Confessions of an Obese Child, which is my personal podcast, the original, where we talk about disordered eating, addictions, and, and coping with these things, childhood trauma, and so forth. And also, go check out the Female Holistic Health Apothecary as well. Take care. Say bye-bye, 2020. Hello to 2021. And let's just pray it can't get any worse. Until next time, take care. God bless. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at the Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, freedom is better than needle. Until next time. Contributed to Nine Inch Nails.